Who's ready for another double gold on a twin spin sound sandwich from KLAM in Portland? It's. Hello. Episode 22 Wasabi, a music podcast. I am your host, Clarky. Um, don't know what I was doing there. Oh, I did. Um, that was um, a bit from Stand By Me. The, uh, I sent that to a mate. I was like bored at home. And just attention seeking. So I sent a voice message of, to my mate, like, hey, with the rats and dead, that thing. And um, <clears throat> he was like, what's that? I was like, it's from Stand By Me. He was like, I've never seen it. I was like, you've never seen Stand By Me? Fucking hell. Anyway, doesn't matter really, does it? Um, introduction. Oh, I, I think last week I was sort of, um, or maybe the week before, I, I or not the week. The episode before, or two episodes ago, what, what, who fucking cares? I addressed loads of mistakes or a mistake I made, and I listened back again to an episode, and I've made more fucking mistakes. So there was a bit where I was talking about a movie set in China, and then I call it Japan, and then there was a bit where I was talking about someone wishing me happy birthday, but it was like on a Christmas post, so they actually said Merry Christmas, but I said happy birthday, man. Again, you don't care. You didn't even notice. But me being... I'm not a perfectionist because this is rough as fuck. But that shit does weigh on my mind. Where I'm like, you idiot. So if you did notice it, I'm just mentioning that I am addressing it now. That I did... I have now noticed. And I will try not to do it again. Anyway. Let's just go to song number one. This is a bit of fucking... I don't know. Is it... Uh, doom metal, maybe? It's a bit of metal. A bit of doom metal. Uh, so this is Electric Wizard, and the song is called Venom Sabbathine. <laughs>
Electric Wizard. Venom Sabathy. Fucking great. A lot of you won't like that, but fuck you. Um, I think that's a good way to start an episode, if you ask me. That album is called Dope Throne, and that is by no means the only good song on it. The whole fucking album's sick as, so check it out if you've never heard them and you liked it. Dope Throne by Electric Wizard. Um, I think I was working in a pub a f good few years ago, and this, like, I think she was like a teenager. She was probably like 18 or 19. She just put that on, like, when we were, like, closing down. And I was like, who's this? This is fucking sick. And me being, like, a fucking idiot, I was like, couldn't believe that a, a girl 10 years younger than me was into that. And, you know, it was one of them, like, hey, the kids are all right, you know? Maybe they're actually kind of cute. <laughs> but, yeah, so shout out to uh, Jess for... Getting me into them about five years ago. Um, all right. Oh, it's a movie review. Let's do a movie review. Um, so, there's a movie on Netflix called A Sun, as in the sun in the sky. A Sun. And I've been wanting to watch it for ages because it's it was it's a Taiwanese movie. I think it's set in Taipei. And I like some, you know, I like a good amount of East Asian movies. Um, they do a good job. And it was one of those movies that when I read about it, it was like everyone that's seen it has loved it. It's won loads of awards. Everyone thinks it's amazing. But hardly anyone has watched it. Like it's not big at all, considering it's a Netflix movie and considering everyone that's seen it has loved it. It's, it's not well known at all. And it only came out like a year ago. So I was like, that sounds like my sort of thing, you know. Very got good, very good feedback, but also, you know, hasn't had a lot of mainstream success by people that like shit stuff, you know, because I like cool stuff. <laughs> um, and then I watched it, and it was really, really um, uninspiring. I mean, I just wasn't that into it. I I, I went into it thinking it was going to be awesome, and it it just wasn't. Um, it's like a crime drama, although it's not, it's not, it's not that dark or it's not, you know, it doesn't have really, it's not that grim, put it that way. Uh, even though it's a crime drama, uh, it's, it's just, I just found it quite flat and the story and the characters are a bit all over the place. It concentrate on one character in the family and then move on to the next and I don't, I don't know I just just wasn't into it and the acting's good and the way it's shot is good I can appreciate that I just just really wasn't that into the story really um but maybe maybe you'll enjoy it maybe you know like I say lots of people seem to fucking love this movie so maybe I'm the idiot uh, I just wasn't that into it and I, I went into thinking I went into it thinking it could be you know one of my favorite movies of the last year or whatever and it it just didn't do it. So that's my movie review. Hopefully next week I'll watch something that I like a lot more. But, you know, they can't all be good. Uh, yeah, so let's move on to song number two. This is DJ Shadow, and the song is called Turf Dancing. DJ Shadow, Turf Dancing.
Shadow 
overseas with it. See who play on the turf, straight digging with it. And it just ain't gonna stop. Oh, Northern Cali, you feel me? You turf dancing know. at its best. We feel you the text up out there, man. Do y'all thing, man. Oh, I can go stupid like that. DJ Shadow. Turf dancing. Fucking naughty. It's not really what you'd associate DJ Shadow with, is it? That sort of song. He's obviously a bit more of like a... Uh, I don't know. Fucking like lounge, hip-hop sort of guy. Um, electronic. But that's like full-on fucking heavy-ass rap. I think... You could categorise that song as, they even say it in the song, they call it hyphy, which was like a, a style of hip-hop. It's kind of similar to crunk, but maybe a bit more serious, which is like very loud, very aggressive, lots of, uh, lots of sort of electronics and synths. Uh, but it never really got too much, it never got that big, not like, you know, crunk or trap which was like really big for a while uh so yeah that was dj shadow with turf dancing a fucking great song i think i found myself not found myself recently this is something i've been i did a lot more when i was younger actually I'd probably do it less now but have you ever done it yourself have you ever noticed you just lie to a stranger for no reason just for like invent a new character of yourself and in my head, I was like, it's a good way of like, if you ever wanted to get into acting, it's a good way of like practicing acting. Like you just like ad-libbing lies about yourself on the spot. And I'll, I'll give you some examples. So I remember being in a couple of taxis once and they'd like just start talking to you. And I'd just make a complete fucking lie about who I was. And I, was, I think one guy was like, I've just got back from New York. I'm a journalist and DJ who lives in New York. Bear in mind, I was like 20 at this point. It was a long, long time ago, but I remember it quite well. It was like trying to, trying to like paint a picture of what a cool guy would be. <laughs> and the guy, guy obviously didn't give a shit. It was just a fucking taxi driver in Leicester or London. I can't, I think it was Leicester. Um, but yeah, and I was just like, I just, just decided I would, you know, pretend I would be this person for this taxi drive, for this journey. Uh, and I'd done it in, like, hairdressers before. I think this was more, like, because she was hot and I wanted to impress her. Uh, and I was making out that I was, like, this big shot in London while I was getting a hair haircut in, in Leicester. Um, and I just... But that one was really funny because I, uh, I, th I think I made... I, no, that was it. I pretended I lived in Nottingham. And I, I remember thinking Nottingham was a cool city when I was a kid. And uh, I told her I lived there and I was like kind of a big shot even though I was quite young. And she obviously, again, didn't care. She was just cutting my hair. But then because I booked the, um, cause I booked the haircut like online and I had to put my address in, I had to put my parents' address in. And then she came at the end and like was paying. She wanted to give me like a voucher or like an email promo thing. And then she was like, oh, it comes up here that you... You live in Leicester, I thought you lived in Nottingham. And I was like, shit, I've fucking been rumbled. Oh no. But again, no consequences of it. You know, it's a pointless lie. But I might start getting back into that, you know. Just lying to people for no, like not to friends where there's like actual, you know, consequences of what you say. But if it's someone that you know you're only going to meet once and it's like a passing thing, like a, 
like a taxi driver or a hairdresser or a um, I don't know a waiter or a waitress. I might just fucking be like, yeah, I'm I'm from fucking Bulgaria and I'm a I don't know I'm a gigolo. But yeah, I'd love to know if anyone else used to do that. Just, just like like I say, there, there, there's I'm not doing it to like. Well, I suppose it is to kind of impress, but it's it's more just to like practice how well I can do it. It's not I'm not getting any. There's no like gain at at the end of it. You know, I'm not going to get money or like a, a new job. It's just it's just lying for literally no reason. Uh, but yeah, might start getting back in. St- might start getting back into that. It was a good laugh. Uh, all right, let's go to song number three. Let's do a bit of fucking. Garage rock, sort of stuff I used to listen to a lot more in my 20s. Uh, So this is Smith Westerns, and the song is called My Heart.
Smith Westerns, My Heart. Lovely little track, that. Lovely little track. Um, yeah, it's, it's garage rock, I suppose, but it's, they're quite glam rock as well, aren't they, Smith Westerns? they kind of got a bit of a T-Rex vibe about them, uh, but a bit more scuzzier. Uh, but yeah, good tune. Again, it was the sort of shit I used to listen to a lot more in my early 20s, I'd say. Uh, don't li- don't really listen to it as much anymore, but do get a little nostalgic because it was a an easier time, probably a lot more partying. Put it that way. Um, rant of the episode, probably not the first one. Have you ever noticed how like people think like old people, like old couples or Asian people as well? You, I see, it, I hear it a lot with Asian people. Like, if they're, they're either old or Asian, they're always, people will go, oh, it's so cute. Like, and it's so fucking annoyingly patronising. Not that I am old or Asian, so I'm, like, taking offence on their behalf, which is some fucking SJW shit, really, isn't it? But it does wind me up. It is, like, that's so fucking patronising. Like... The th- here, a list of things that can be cute are animals, particularly baby animals, like a puppy or a kitten, or like a baby or a kid doing something like... Like when a toddler tries to do something like adult, that's quite cute and like, oh, isn't that funny? But when like some fucking like 21-year-old bird sees like an old couple walking down the street and they're like, that's so cute, oh, it's like... Man, that guy's probably fucking seen so much shit that you have never that you will never have to fucking go through, you know. Whether it's living through a war, whether it's fucking you know having a rough old time uh, back in the fucking sixties or seventies or whatever, and then there's some fucking bitch in UGG boots. Like he's so cute, like as if the guy is like incapable of like. Like, treating him like he's a fucking baby really winds me up. And, yeah, people do it with Asian... Like, you see, like, an Asian couple, or like, an old Asian woman. And, again, people will go, Oh, look at her! She's so cute! It's like, bitch, she's fucking... You know, she's lived a life. You've done nothing. Don't fucking patronise her as if she's, like, a fucking little kitten who is incapable of making her own decisions or whatever like she's she needs to be fucking like looked after by you really winds me up sorry i just had a massive gulp of water and i was getting a bit gassy as i was saying that uh yeah so here's my advice if you see an old couple you see an asian couple don't think they're cute just think they look nice you can you can say someone looks nice or oh they look like a sweet sweet couple, but cute to me is like really it's like you're talking down to someone you know like they're like they're inter- intellectually beneath you in a way like oh look at how dumb they are do you know what I mean like a puppy that like falls over or like walks into a wall or like yeah like a baby that fucking like throws up all over itself or like dribbles everywhere. That's cute, because they're, like, dumb. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, let's get rid of that. Uh, let's let's just knock that on the head. 
Uh, no, song number four. This is Balam Akab, and the song is called Seabird's Moon. Seabird's Moon, dreamy, vibacious. I've 
I'm trying to make that word up in vivacious, but I don't think it's working. I don't think people uh, respect it, so I might, I might, might scrap that one. Dreamy, vibey, fucking cloudy, cloudy. Yeah, good tune that. I, I saw him fucking this this was way back when when I used to be a fucking cool guy or not cool guy, depending on how you look at it. But I saw him at Rough Trade do a gig again about ten years ago. Everything seems to be ten years ago for me. About ten years ago I went to see him at a gig in he I think I you had to buy his album and then you got a ticket free to see him play at Rough Trade. And I went on my own. I used to go to gigs on my own back then. Fucking wouldn't do anything like that these days. Uh, but yeah, tune. Uh, okay, anecdote time. So I've had a rant, I've had an observation, I've had a movie review. It's now time for a long-winded, half-interesting anecdote. It's not even really anecdote. It's more just I want to talk about the time I was a victim of bullying. So this, you know, prologue, is that what you call it, prologue? I've never been bullied. I've actually, I've always been quite good at talking to people and I've never been like the object of desire or admiration from my peers, but I've never been like, you know, oh, he's a loser, let's pick on him, like at school or anything. It was kind of weird as a kid, but I think I was able, good at talking to people so I could get away with it. Um, but yeah, this is about 10 years ago. I just fucking, I always say 10 years ago. Uh, this was about 10 years ago. I was the victim of bullying and I saw it on Facebook. So I will set the scene. I went out in East London with a mate of mine and my mate at the time was like hot and a model. So he obviously met some fucking superficial horrible bitchy fashion girls that always white don't get you know always white women uh but you know like east london fashion students put it that way started hanging out with a couple of them that you know they're into photography and uh fashion design or what what do you call those people that like dress people in photo shoots fuck i ain't got i don't even know i'm so dumb those people, like when when a, when a model is being like a set designer or like a costume designer for like a photo shoot, I swear they were like those sort of people. Anyway, so I think one of them liked my mate. So we went to a club in near Shore in Shoreditch together, and I wasn't that. I was like in my head, I was kind of cool because I wore like fucking band t-shirts and you know, denim shirts and things like that. But r the reality was I wasn't that cool, you know, compared to the really cool people. And uh, we went, we got to this club and I realised, it was one of those clubs where you realise you are so out of your depth. Like, you, you go into some places, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of cool. This is a cool place and everyone here kind of looks like me and whatever. Like, I feel welcome here, I feel at home. But this sort of club was just like, oh my God, I am the fucking, by far, the least coolest person in here. And to the point where I look like a fucking square, like an absolute nerdlinger in this club. It, that's the vibe I got as soon as I got in. 
Um, my mate, because he's tall and handsome and was a model, it, you know, he didn't. He he was just fine. Anyway, so he, we went there and there was like, we were with this group of girls because one of them fancied him and I didn't really talk to them. They didn't really want to talk to me for, for the reasons I've just explained. Um, and then a, a, a girl I knew was there with her boyfriend, so I spoke to them for a little bit. Uh, and that was kind of the end of it. It wasn't a very good night from what I remember. It was just too fucking like trying to be cool and I just didn't fit in. Uh, and I thought that, that was the end of it. Anyway, next thing I know, this was back again 10 years ago when you used to take photos, put them on Facebook and then tag all the people that were in the photo. So you get a tag on Facebook like you're in this picture. So my mate obviously had some pictures taken there because everyone was on a night out. And there's me like looking like a bit of a gimp in the background uh, at some of these pictures. And then there was one of these pictures where it was kind of like a badly taken photo where I'm like walking by and I'm like kind of half looking at the, uh, the photo. Or sorry, half looking at the camera. And I'm like, I'm pulling a stupid face. And I've got like a, I had like a, band t-shirt on and I'd cut the sleeves off because I thought that was a cool thing to do at the time so I had these skinny pasty white arms sticking out of this red band t-shirt so I looked like a bit of a fucking gimp put it that way and back then you used to be able to like so when you tag photos on Facebook it, it would like be like a hyperlink to that person's profile but sometimes you could just tag like anything you wanted and it wouldn't lead to anything it would just like pop up so, like, I remember, like, I used to, like, you know, you'd, like, take the piss out of one of your mates on a tag and you'd, like, I don't know, look, say they look a bit ugly. You'd, like, tag it as, like, Count Dracula or something. Anyway, I was, I saw one of those tags on my photo where it was, like, it said, like, this girl, I think her name was, like, Anna or something. She was, like, in front of the, in the foreground and I was in the background. It said, she'd been tagged it said, like, Anna, I don't know, bitch face whatever her fucking name was and then in the background it said Anna's boyfriend and it was tagged over me so what they've done there is took the piss by going this guy is so butters so ugly so much of a nerd let's take the piss out of Anna and call this guy her boyfriend and I saw it on Facebook I was like those nasty evil bitches this is bullying this is horrible this isn't like they're saying it privately where no one can see it. This is on fucking Facebook where anyone can see this photo. Anna's boyfriend. Like, ha, ha, ha. Because Anna is so cool and pretty and gorgeous. Why would she ever go out with this fucking gimp in the background? Isn't that funny by calling him her boyfriend? And I showed my mate at work. And I was like, look at this. Look at this horrible bitch. And he was just pissing himself. And I was like, this is bullying. I've never been bullied before. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know what those girls are doing now. Hopefully they're addicted to, I don't know, heroin and have a shit life or they've been divorced or whatever. They're probably really nice people. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a very nasty moment considering that if they knew me and it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm partial to a bit of ribbing. Don't get me wrong. But by strangers who are like, fuck that guy. He's not calling us to hang out with us. Fuck you. Anyway, let's go to fucking I don't know maybe 1930s like prohibition sort of time I think this is some like very very old almost a hundred years old jazz music 
So this is Bert Furman's Rhythmic 8, and the song is called Miss Annabelle Lee. Here we go. Furman's Rhythmic 8, and that song is called Miss Annabelle Lee. Uh, so, yeah, I think I found that on a compilation called British Vintage Jazz between 1920 and 1930. So, yeah, we're, we're talking almost 100 years old fucking jazz music there with some little some little fruity fella singing over it. Uh, but it's nice, isn't it? I like it. Very fucking, like, Boardwalk Empire fucking... Prohibition for sort of tunes, isn't it? Um, all right, so this is I, I, I had a, I had something to talk about, but I've scrapped it because it wasn't very good, and I've re 
I've replaced it with something that I noticed literally a couple of days ago. I saw like some discourse on Twitter of people talking about how much you spend on a night out. So basically there was like a statistic, like a study has shown that the average person spends £69 on a night out in England. And if you're a foreign listener, £69 is about $100, like 100 American dollars. So if you're not from England or America, just fucking work it out. I'm not going to do every every country's currency. So 69 quid is about is about $100, yeah. So that's the average spend on a night out. And there was two big reactions to that study on Twitter. And maybe because I'm just a fucking grumpy, mardy-ass, cynical bastard. Both, both reactions to it annoyed me. So reaction one was, oh, like, God, that's mental. You know, like, where I'm from, you spend £30 tops and that's... Taxi, club entry, shots, pints, kebab, blah, 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 you know, and it was just like, it was like a humble brag of like, I live in Grimsby, some shithole, or, you know, I'm not saying Grimsby's a shithole, but they live somewhere that it's like, could be considered a shithole, um, and they spend fuck all money, and like, that's good, it's like, well, yeah, you live like in an old mining town, of course it's going to be a cheap night out. Do you know what I mean? So that was one reaction where it's just like, oh, you idiots, I spend a quarter of that and I have the best night ever. So that annoyed me. But then I would probably say this this reaction annoyed me a little bit more, actually. There was, like, fucking, like, people that probably wish they're on, like, Made in Chelsea or some shit that would go, £69, is that it? That's literally my first round. It's like... Fuck off. Because you know these people are like those dickheads that like go out for cocktails in Trafalgar Square or like just get completely fucking ripped off paying like £20 for one drink because they're like, well, this is where the rich people hang out, so that's where I go out, you know. Like, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? £69, I think, is a lot of money for a night out. But at the same time, I would definitely spend that much. Each night is completely different, you know. And I can't even say the average night out because a night out could be four, five pints in a pub after work. You know, which probably is like less than 30 quid. And you get a tube home, you get a bus home. Or a night out could be fucking a meal, club, you know, uh, maybe somewhere that has slightly more expensive drinks than... The, the, your local pub, blah, blah, blah. So it, sometimes sometimes I'm spending a lot more than that. Sometimes I spend a lot less than that. It's just, I still think on average, £69, $100 is quite a lot for a night out. But I, it's not crazy. And yeah, just the two reactions were either... Oh, that's so much, you bloody Londoners, you spend too much money. A beer, a pint is bloody 50p a pint. Or the other reaction like, oh, well, I get Prosecco on fucking poured over my face on arrival, which cost me £100 because I'm fucking really rich and love a night out in the fancy places like Chelsea. That was the other reaction. Uh, so, yeah, F- fuck them. <laughs> 
Um, right, let's do the last song. So this is, I mean, even for my standards, this episode has been super fucking eclectic. So we started with some like doom metal. Then we did some like fucking aggressive, like heavy electronic uh, rap music. Then we did some like glam rock, garage rock. Then we did like some fucking dream wave, cloud pop, you know, laptop electronic music. And then we did fucking a hundred year old jazz music, like prohibition jazz music. And now as the last song, we are going to do some opera. So if, if there's anything to take away from this podcast or this episode, it's bloody eclectic. It may not be funny. It may not be good. You may hate it all, but you cannot say that we do not, you know, go around the world in terms of fucking genres of music. So pat, let's pat me on the back for that. Anyway, so this is Cecilia Botoli, and the song is Sposo Son Disprezata. <laughs>
Goodness gracious me, Cecilia Batoli, sposa son desplezata. Fucking, you, I want to sit in the, I want to have a cold shower and cry in there over memories past about that song. It's fucking heavy shit in a good way. Fucking love it. But hey, you, you got to hand it to the Italians, man. Fucking, you know, opera. Italian food. I'm not actually that keen on Italian food. I think it's a little bit overrated, but I can respect that there's a lot of fucking good shit, you know. Uh, so, yeah, opera, Italian food, fucking Julius Caesar, Caesar salad, <laughs> um, spaghetti westerns, Federico Fellini, fucking uh, that geezer that just won the 100 metres at Tokyo Olympics. They have got culture coming out of their arse. Big up the Italians for that, because the rest of Europe's kind of shit compared to them, isn't they? So Italo disco, fucking sick music, you know. So yeah, big up the Italians for having more culture than the rest of Europe combined. Uh, all right, let's, so that's it. Let's do plug of the week. I've kind of run out of mates uh, to plug now, so I'm just going to give you a meme account that is like not one of those accounts that has a million followers, but it's still funny. So follow Shrek2.original.soundtrack because it's a funny meme account on Instagram. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all I've got to say about it. It's just, just go on it. It's funny. Uh, everything on there makes me laugh um and let's just leave it at that uh let's, i think we'll wrap it up it was quite a short episode this one i think uh we'll see in the edit won't we uh so yeah thanks for listening i will try and not take so long to do the next episode i know i've been taking a bit longer at the moment it's just for the sheer reason that i can't be asked i, I get home from work or I, I wait uh, before work i see an, like an opening to do it and i just go I'll do it later but I, f I found a decent opening today where I'm not doing an awful lot so good for me uh, alright nice one have a good day see you in episode 23 where it will be bigger better louder funnier smellier sexier yeah see you later bye <laughs>